Are you working? What kind of work do you do? Welcome to another edition of Who's That DJ? I am JSG, your host, and as you know, I've gone around the country talking to different DJs in and around the country, figuring out who they are, what they do, how they do it, etc, etc. So, this week's guests, another long-term friend of mine, um, known him for a little while, and is also the brother of Godfather, who we had on a few weeks back. So we've got the man like Stick CD. What's happening, brother? Good. Good? Yeah, that's a pleasure. So normally how we start the show is we get the DJs to talk about themselves, mm-hmm. uh, their DJ journey, yeah. and how they got to where they got now. So I'm going to take it away. Um, well, obviously, as you know, you interviewed my, my brother. Um, shout out to him. So naturally, obviously, it's him. And then, as he would have said, my, our dad as well. He had like his own sound system and that him and my uncle. Yeah. Um they used to like they used to go and do like you know, like blues parties and they used to do sound crashes and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that was obviously long before we was born. Then my brother I I started to learn when I was about I was about eight years old and I started to learn how to mix properly. Okay. Um we learned I learned on the you remember the you know Argos used to be able to get the, the all in one, it's called home mix. Yeah. Uh, it used to go horizontal. So I learned on that because wow. this was during the times when he had just started his like career. Okay. Um, like in terms of being on the the circuit, mm-hmm. and vinyl had kind of just made its way up. Yeah. And he obviously more or less recently just come back to London from um uni. Okay. So he didn't have his vinyls with him. Yeah. So he ended up he was obviously collecting CDs during this time, so he kind of went straight into playing CDs. Yeah. Um. So, hence why obviously I learned on that, but it started off with me kind of just jumping on while he was at work. Right, okay. right, let me see if I can figure this out. And then if, if I knew he was coming home, but mm. I hear his key in the door, I'd be like, oh shit, <laughs> Obviously, I didn't think that, I, I technically I weren't allowed, and then he mm. kind of clocked on, like, okay, no, he's obviously eager to learn. Yeah. And then I used to do little things for him, like when he used to do, like, record, like, back then he used to record demo tapes and send them to, like, promoters and stuff like that. Yeah. So I used to intro them and outro them for him um, with my little eight, nine year old voice. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but then obviously, yeah, so he taught me on that. Mm-hmm. I learned on that, and then, yeah, I kind of just went from there, really. That was, okay. That's kind of the origin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, what are you up to these days in terms of, like, yeah, so obviously I'm getting learned on things, but yeah, what are you up to of recent that you can say? Um. So, yeah, so... I've come, I've come quite a long way to be honest. So mm-hmm. nowadays it's just yeah, let's focusing on the obviously the DJ and um, I produce as well. Mm-hmm. I've got my own label, um, Hot Cross Fun. So I put put tracks out on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, throw parties as well. I've got one coming up on the twenty second of July, ATD. That's at Floripa in Shoreditch, Quick Plunk. Okay. Um, so yeah, just just mainly focusing. I'm, I'm always kind of. The DJing is always first. Mm-hmm. As much as I feel like, obviously, I'm 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 good. Mm-hmm. Um, I still always make sure that that is the main craft. Whenever okay. anyone asks me, I don't say I'm a producer slash DJ or yeah, like I'm I'm a DJ first, producer and promoting everything else second. 
Right. I don't even like to sound a promoter. I don't really like using that term. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I put on parties and here and there. Yeah, but like DJing is always the main focus. So yeah, like yeah, literally just that, bro. Just you know bookings and mm-hmm. yeah, putting putting tunes out and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, just keeping busy, man. Cool, cool. So I mean, on the main or on the circuit at the moment, obviously you're known for mainly house and garage. Mm. Um, but I'm guessing you are quite fortunate. You do other. Do you mix our stuff as well, or do you mainly focus? No, on that? that is. I'm a house and garage DJ, but mm-hmm. when I initially, when I learned mm-hmm. how to mix, I learned playing R&B and hip hop. Okay, that's what I learned to play. Um, yeah. And other than obviously playing house and garage, when I'm like listening to music, or when I'm like my collection, like of like my CD collection, or like my actual music on my hard drive, mm-hmm. I've got I've got everything. Bro. Okay. At heart, I'm a yardie, so I've got <laughs> I've got ragga for days. Yeah, yeah, I've got a lot of nineties ragga, so. Um, yeah, my brother told me all the time, you've been your hardy, so I can't help it, but yeah, no, yeah. I'm a house and garage DJ solely, yeah. Okay, yeah. so just explain the shift, obviously, learning from R&B to going over to specifically house and garage So that kind of came about with um, my earliest memory of kind of coming across, well, yeah, my earliest memory of coming across, it would obviously would have been, it would have been garage, would have been... Um, it's gonna sound cliche, but like listening to like my brothers having like recording tapes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So they used to listen to off the top of my head, they used to listen to Magic FM a lot, yeah, 90.2. Um, and a, a friend of ours, DJ Reaper, I thought I made sure I mentioned him, like mm-hmm. legend, like he's very, very prominent yeah. in my career. Um, and to him and my brother, I owe a lot just for me as a DJ, okay. Um, so yeah, they used to listen to like Reaper. Um, Supreme Team, Precious, Starkey, and um, Swirly. Mm. Um, so yeah, like ninety point two. Um, what else did they listen to? Um, Delight FM, Fat mm. FM, Upfront. Yeah. Um, loads of stations, but that's my earliest memory of them. Obviously, having like, like you know, like like recording garage sets. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still wasn't interested in. Not that I wasn't interested in garage. I just remember hearing it in yeah, terms yeah, of yeah. like house and stuff. I remember. You know, it would have been like early 2000s. I would have been like, I would have been in primary school. There was a like a mixed compilation that came out, mm. um, Euphoria, I believe it was called, and okay. it was like kind of trance and techno music. Mm. But for some reason, I really liked the advert. I used, yeah, to, yeah. When it used to come on, I used to like it. Right. And when I look back now, I think right, that was technically my first entry into. I like this stuff. Mm. And then the kind of first initial right now, I I need to start playing house was Super D, brought out. Um, he bought our mix CD mm-hmm. um, called, I believe it was called The Art of House. I think that's what it was called. It had like a white, I remember the cover, like a white background and like a blue, like the, like, like a woman on it posing. Like yeah, a, it's like a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a trippy kind of artwork. Okay. Um, and it had like Cure and the Cause, Traveling. Oh, you know, right, those yeah, kind of, yeah, Those yeah, kind yeah. of tunes like the early, like mm-hmm. 2006 to seven, 2005 to seven stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of era. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember hearing that and going, right, I need to find all of these tunes. Mm-hmm. Like and yeah, I need to start mixing these tunes for myself. Yeah. And before all of that, yeah, it would have just been like I said, in listening to to R and B hip hop really and garage here and there. So it was yeah, technically Super D's that CD was kind of the reason why yeah. I was like right, I need to find all of these tunes. Yeah. Fair I don't right. even know if Super knows that, but <laughs> Super, if you don't know. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. So I think no, I, I appreciate that. I think like again, I wasn't into house until I heard like um, Just Funk. Okay. By um, what's the DJ's name now? Um, Iron Man. Okay. 
And when okay. I heard the tune, it was similar, same sort of error. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, right, okay. Yeah. Now I need to investigate the house scene to yeah. see yeah, yeah, yeah. what it is and then kind of work my way backwards. Yeah. So now I do play house, but I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a house DJ. Yeah, yeah, you just have it. Yeah. I just have it there yeah. in the clutch when it's ready. Okay. All right, cool. So um, moving on um, slightly. So as in your time obviously making your own name as a dj and like building your building your name up in the scene yeah um what you say have you noticed about the dj scene overall good and bad um i suppose i can start with your bad first okay um just i suppose the usual stuff you know like the little like industry politics egos mm-hmm. and stuff like that obviously we had a slight conversation about it off camera yeah. Um, yeah, like those kind of things. Um, and I think this is something. It's not necessarily well. It, it kind of is bad, but it's a, it's like a grey area. DJs not kind of mastering their craft or not kind of putting in the effort to. You know, like um, especially where where my scene is concerned, where house and garage DJs are concerned across the board. Mm. Um, it's like they don't believe in a warm up set. Okay. Like you can just play what you want just because it's house and all that. Like, no, it don't work like that. Like you're playing, like let's say you're doing a garage set, for example, mm-hmm. or it's a garage rave. If you're yeah. the first garage DJ, you're not going to play, like, for, for argument's sake, Flowers, Sweet, That Chocolate and Boo. At the, at right, the yeah, yeah, You're not going to do that. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of DJs don't really understand the importance of warming up in mm-hmm. across the board, whatever genre you play. Yeah. It's very important. Um and you know, learning how to mix properly. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to again, I can only speak for being a house and garage. I can't. Well, I can speak for all DJs, but house and garage mainly is that. Like, it's mixing is very important. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not something to. Um, it's not something to be taken lightly. Yeah. Just to all right, yeah, cool. I'm just gonna focus on selecting. Of course, selecting is very important, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like you need to know, you need to know how to mix, and it's very, very important. I, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of the good stuff, um, I just think the way the scene's kind of evolved and people always wanting to get involved. Mm-hmm. Like there's always there's always a new DJ. Yeah. Like always. Um and just, you know, the music kind of getting bigger and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um I think that that one that's the main component for me, that's the good thing. The fact that the scene always evolves. There's never really anything that's stagnant. Okay. Um where house and garage is concerned. It mm-hmm. does always evolve. Cool. Just quickly, um on the point of you saying that DJs learn how to mix properly. Yeah. I think I know what you mean, but I mean, just to give a clarity sake, in terms of, do you think that a lot of DJs aren't really counting their music properly when they're mixing? I like trying to mix vocals over the top of each other. Yeah, or when I just... say, yeah, so sorry, I should have been more clear. So when yeah. I say mixing, yeah, like, mm-hmm. so there's fund- there's the fundamentals in it, like mm-hmm. not mixing vocals over vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I'm a person where I believe that you can't, there's certain tunes go together. Yeah. You don't just find two random tracks and put them together just because they're, they're the same tempo. Like, they have to make sense. Yeah, of course. Otherwise, it just sounds stupid. Hmm. Um, and also, just, you know, even if, like, for me, like, I'm a person where also, even if you haven't got the correct two tracks together, mm-hmm. I can always sense a DJ and their, their kind of, their, their ability to mix as right. long as it's tight. Mm-hmm. They mix a lot of time. Like, okay, the, the two tunes don't work, but you obviously can mix because yeah, it's yeah. tight. I can hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's obviously something to work from. But when, like, there, you know, it's just sloppy and stuff like that. Yeah, just yeah. for me, especially if you've been around a certain time, mm. like, there's something you're supposed to kind of, like, yeah, master. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, I think I definitely agree. I so I'd hear it quite a lot. More so on I wouldn't say more so on radio at the moment, like pirate stations. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, where yeah. you put the DJs and you know you can hear the difference between a DJ who's been there for a while. Yeah. I may not necessarily they'll be mixing but you know it's not their their strongest yeah. suit or their strong suit of cards, but their strongest <laughs> genre of music. Yeah, yeah. Like they know how to mix songs but it's like it's like they're mixing songs that really go together. Well yeah, as that as well to, like studying the, the hmm. genre as well and hmm. knowing what tracks go yeah. together and knowing, you know, where's certain where the drop is, where the bridge is, where the bass comes in, where there's a break, whatever. Hmm. Just knowing what you it's kind of it's essential really just to know what you're playing. Yeah, of course. You know? mm-hmm. So yeah cool cool all right um so quickly just random question that i just popped into my head yeah talk me through obviously you've been djing for a little while now so yeah. what what made the transition into becoming a producer because i think out of the people that i've interviewed so far you're the first one that actually produces as well as um, well producing kind of came about in school mm-hmm. really um i used to make like grind beats and stuff in school yeah um and uh, that was on Cubase. Um, most schools just kind of they they're like their industry standard, mm-hmm. I would say, well not industry, their standard uh, yeah. that they have um in their music facilities and that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of stopped for a while, just because I don't think back then, not that I didn't have passion for music, I just didn't have a passion for producing. Okay. Um, and then as Time went on and obviously like I started to get heavily involved into DJing and my, the, the scene I'm in changed and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's like a natural like, progression of just, yeah. right, and then we start producing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's no really mad story behind it. I just thought, right, I should really start. It's not like I don't know how to, like mm-hmm. I've got a good ear. Yeah. Like I know what sound that I like mm-hmm. and what like, you know, what's, what sonics I like to hear and whatever. So yeah, like why not just start producing? Yeah, it was a natural progression really. Okay. Yeah. I think it's fine. I think a lot more. I think it's more so in the house scene rather than the others that DJs naturally tend to produce, produce more yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. than like the hip hop and the R&B scene. I think with those, you'll get more of the like the exclusive remixes. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's only, to my knowledge, mm-hmm. um, my my boy P Montana. He produces, mm-hmm. um, which I think is good because I think a lot more R&B and hip hop DJs should produce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know. Obviously, if, if if you're if they're solely involved in DJing, just wanting to DJ, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of them do kind of have the in that oh, I'd love to produce. But I think they kind of there's something that makes them not want to take that step. But I think they should. Okay, if cool. they did that with them. Yeah. Um. All right. So going, moving, keeping back on the subject of DJing. Yeah. yeah. Um. In the event space, obviously you're starting to produce your own events and have yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So. For instance, what is it like trying to create an event and like in Shoreditch obviously I know it's quite a popular mm. area mm. for those sorts of events, but what's like what are the challenges you face when probably like, putting on these events? <laughs> putting on events is stress, bro. It's mm. like the thing I've been doing events for I've been doing events since like two thousand and eleven. Mm-hmm. So me and my me and my brother used to do an event um called House Train. We yeah. did that for a while. Um and but I think he took a lot of that stress back then because I was younger. So okay. he, he just, he, the idea was, right, let's put on an event so we've got a platform for you. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, cool, I'm with it. And I mm-hmm. used to just promote it, yeah. of course, as normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't, he would obviously source the venues yeah. if they needed a higher fee, it was him that would pay him for it. Right. Um, 
obviously all the promo material and stuff it was him so and anything that involved like money it was mm -hmm. him that was sorting it i was just i would fly up or help fly up mm -hmm. um sometimes he just need me to fly up that yeah do some work oh, but um, <laughs> yeah yeah um, so but it's so it's you got a for me creating an event is it's a very I suppose sometimes you can make a mountain out of a motor, but for me, I think it should it should be a really thought about process. You mm -hmm. shouldn't just think, "Round, well, I'm gonna put on a, I'm gonna put on a rave. I've got these little DJs. I'm gonna fling them in this club, and yeah, that's it." Mm. Like you should know what DJs you want, what yeah. sounds you want to hear on, and you should you should envision it before it happens. Right. Yeah. As cliche as that sounds, really, but um, obviously there's there's loads of things like with my event now, like you know, like I've got all the DJs in a WhatsApp group. You put messages in the group, like mm -hmm. like like ask them like. I might I need some press shots for example. Mm -hmm. They took ages to send me their press shots. There was maybe like three or four, two or three yeah. that sent me them straight away. They take long to do that. Then you mm -hmm. might put something else in the group that's promo material for them to use. Mm -hmm. And they obviously they take ages to post it and whatever else. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, there's there's so much stresses. Um but I think it's more so barring like with the DJs and that kind of side, it's a lot more with like, you know, the kind of mental side of it so the anxiety of coming up to the event like, oh, i hope it goes well yeah i don't yeah, want yeah. it I, like i'm expecting this amount of people i hope this amount of people turn up or whatever mm -hmm. um yeah it's a lot of stress bro but at the same time like putting on events is fun and yeah, curating yeah. lineups is fun and you know like i do all my own artwork and stuff like that as well so i find all that enjoyable like i know what i'm very very creative always have been so mm -hmm. if i have an image for a flyer in my head or an event like it will come to me and I, like on my laptop like i've just got ideas of stuff i'll just think of something to sit there and design it and leave it there yeah so i can kind of reach for something and then okay. i kind that's of work around it. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's pretty cool man mm. um that's one thing i may look into eventually but what's that designing no but more just so just the whole putting on the events, on events. yeah yeah because i mean for, for me as a dj who's been in the scene for so long mm. i've done a lot of DJing, but not necessarily promoting, promoting, yeah. promoting and putting events on. Yeah. I mean, we, me and a couple of the guys that I'm working with, we run like two or three events yeah. a year, and that's really it. But I'm not the main person behind it; it's yeah. someone else, and I'm just kind of the one that's adding events to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think again, it just depends on it depends on the person who it is, because some DJs they that's all they're interested in. Yeah. It's just DJing and yeah, they really yeah. want to put on events. To be fair, I'm, I'm yeah. kind of like that. I don't yeah. necessarily, the stresses of putting on an event, I don't necessarily enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I'd much rather just be a DJ. But yeah. at the same time, I'm a person where, you know, like it, it kind of benefits me at the end of the day. It's another platform for myself. Mm -hmm. It's another opportunity for me to hear DJs that I want to hear. Yeah. Or kind of put an idea that I, that I have into practice and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. from that aspect, it's a good thing. You know what I mean? Okay, cool. All right, so let's talk about a few big events we've got coming up. So obviously you mentioned your event, which is the twentieth, twenty second, twenty second, yeah, July Sunday, twenty second July, yeah. Okay, it's a day party. Yeah, so that's the day party. What's yeah. that called again? ATD. ATD. Yeah. Cool. And then the following week, the big one. We've got the big one. Yeah. Which we're both DJing at. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, what's your feelings around that, and you're looking forward to that oh yeah definitely looking forward to it. um last year um was sick as well obviously i was on quite a high because i've just i come back from hideout festival i played at hideout festival yeah. that last year mm -hmm. and i that the day i flew back mm -hmm. i had to go home get changed and rush straight to the, the um 
the festival. Yeah. I can't even, I can't even call it Barclay anymore. <laughs> <the festival. laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, like last year was sick. Mm. Um, and yeah, man, I'm just excited. I'm excited to play again. Just was last year your first year? Or? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I played at, I played at the barbecue, I think. Um, this year will be my fourth year, I think. Mm. Fourth or fifth year. Yeah. Um, because initially when I was going before, mm-hmm. before it got to the scale it was, yeah. it was where, it was when they would just go, oh, like, cut, like, just bring your stuff, like, yeah, go yeah, yeah. anytime. Obviously, yeah. whereas now it's because it's got to a certain stature, there's structure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it might even be, might be more than four. I think, I think it is four or five years, okay. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So this year is like my second year of actually DJing. Okay. So I think I've burned for like five or six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed that maybe two. Yeah. Two in total. Yeah. It's, it's, it's grown to the scale. It's got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, you on the your main stage or on the house stage? I am in the house and garage tent. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I think my set's an hour before you, so. When I finish myself, I think it'd be time for me to jump on. So okay, I'll slide, you know, slide over and have a look. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely go. Yeah, definitely, man. All right, cool. Um, all right, so keep bringing things back in track a little bit. So obviously, you at the moment, obviously you're DJing, listening to, or you're playing house and garage when you're DJ. Yeah. But what is it that you are listening to? Well, outside I, of that outside of playing house outside and garage. of playing house and garage so yeah as I said to you like I don't ideally I don't really listen to house and garage well I don't really listen to house that much mm-hmm. outside of when I'm playing it I listen to a lot of I'm very old at heart so like I said obviously my, as you know like my older brother both my older brothers they're they're 40 and 41 mm-hmm. so I've had a lot of influence from them so I listen to a lot of old school stuff but recently mm-hmm. over the past you could say couple of months yeah. I am DDB is what I've been listening to yeah. I am DDB yeah that is bad my girl it's all I've been listening to is I am DDB um what else have I been listening to I'm trying to think um I am DDB uh Mahalia mm-hmm. um yeah man I'm very I'm very eclectic with the stuff that I listen to mm-hmm. um but I am DDB mainly. Let's just keep it at that. I'm gonna be for ages. I think that died like, on the way here. I was listening to I am DDB. Put it like that. So nice. I listen to it a lot. Alright. So for the people that don't know what type of music is or what type of artist is she, I am DDB. Yeah. She labels her music as um, urban jazz. Okay. That's what she she calls it. Mm-hmm. Which, if you listen to it, have you have you heard of her before? Listen to her. I've heard the name. I've like heard maybe one or two songs. Okay. So like her main songs that she's kind of known for um well the one that kind of got her a lot of recognition recently is called pause mm-hmm. um but she's got so like she's got she's her vibe is just it's crazy i don't even know how to describe it but yeah she calls it urban jazz but it's like a fusion of it's like it's obviously it's solely it, the, the mm-hmm. core is r&b yeah and then it's like, like got influences of neo soul jazz mm-hmm. um hip-hop yeah like trap is so i don't yeah her style is just so like dead she don't sound like anyone but mm. she'd sound do you know what if you to kind of describe her it'd be like if erica badu turned into like a a get a hood uk girl 
Right, okay. That's what she, that's the, the closest the I can, I don't even want to label her like that. I don't like labeling artists and linking them to everyone, but hmm. that's the best way I can describe it. Erica Badu was from Catford. <laughs> yeah, and she made music. That's, yeah, that's what that's I what you Although I need to be from Manchester, but that's the, yeah. That's kind of the vibe again. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm definitely going to go and see if I can find that Bro, album out there. You'll be hooked, trust me. Because I'm still listening to, like, Fonte's No News is Good News. Okay, which yeah, is yeah. Little Brother Fonte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great album, and like yeah, despite yeah, yeah. all the other music that's come out, like that's still one of my go-to albums yeah, in the car. Yeah. He's a serious artist, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. All right, um, keeping it on topic. So, do um, um the challenge I like to do with all the DJs. Yeah. Um. So yeah, for those who don't know, I basically ask the DJ, give the DJ three scenarios about. Uh, three random scenarios that I just make up in my head and ask them to pick a track for each scenario so they can, you know, just kind of get more of a rounded idea of who they are and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. So, for you, I'm thinking... Okay. All right, so... What is normally... Uh, the track... All right, so... Match Barbecue. Yeah. Uh, you're on after, I don't know who you're on after, but let's just say, obviously, it's like second set, your second DJ in the house, too. Okay. What's the first tune you more, most likely think you're going to pick? My first tune? Mm. Um. Possibly. Oh, that's a difficult one. Um. So the second, I'm the second DJ, so that mm. means the tent would open at like, so maybe two, two, three o'clock. Mm. Um, maybe Jesus Creates Sun by Marlon D. Okay. Possibly, yeah, yeah. possibly that. Um, I think that's a good way to start. Mm. Yeah. And just, just build it up from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, come. Uh, track, oh, scenario two mm. is... You've been out on the road all day, yeah, doing bookings, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Uh, what is your? You just finish your bookings, put the headphones in, and roll back to the roll back to the crib. Um. Ooh, probably. I'm gonna go with. Rescue Me by T.J. Moses. I'm going with that. Mm, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's definitely an eclectic choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, last scenario now. You... No, no. You much of a gym man? Much of a gym guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, cool. What's the, what's, the, what's the tune you're putting on when you're, you're about to bang out a good set? Um, that's that's quite easy. Mm. Um, probably Bloody Money by CNN. Okay. Noriega. Yeah. That's oh. because I listen to a lot of Noriega when I'm in the gym anyway. Yeah, All yeah, of his yeah. like his first album. Yeah. Because yeah, if you're in the gym and you're listening to bro, you can't go wrong in it. You're just yeah. not gonna go wrong. If you do like a bad <laughs> set and you hear Nori's voice in your ear, you're like, I've got to fix up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Noriega Bloody Money. I'll go with that. Yeah, that's yeah. a good tune. I still got that album sitting in my CD case. Yeah, 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 of course, man. Of course, yeah. classic, classic. 
saying watch out for Matt's barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what yeah. I'm saying. See what I'm saying. All right. Um, okay. So at this point of the show, I kind of open up the floor for discussion. So it's an open discussion. You can ask me a question. You can give advice to new DJs. Okay. You can. I know to pick a particular subject of DJing that really interests you mm-hmm. or bothers you and you want to get off your chest. So kind of like the floor is yours to kind of open up and talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. Um, I don't know where to go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, what was we talking about earlier when it came to the, we were talking about like the, the pros and cons of the, the industry? Um, and you I was talking th- about like you know learning how to mix and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah he's talking about cutting music and that sort of thing yeah like, yeah that's yeah. that is something again like i'll go over again something i find very very important mm. like that's one thing that i've always made sure that i've had on point is being able to it's just something that it's probably my brother's fault as well because yeah. he's disciplined me he's, dis- <laughs> he's disciplined me a lot in in kind of you know, not even discipline me, but when he hears certain things that he don't like, it mm. kind of is, as I was growing up, it kind of made me feel like, oh, I've got to make sure I can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It always kind of kept me on track where mm-hmm. that's concerned. But um, I think that is something that's a kind of a a problem at the moment. Mm-hmm. Where there's, there is a lot of DJs out there, they're not like um, kind of focusing on their craft properly. Okay. Like, you know, like kind of rushing to do a prime time set and not like knowing how to warm up. Okay, like I was yeah. saying before, mm-hmm. um, not just like not enjoying their process, mm-hmm. like they're trying to kind of try, almost like they're trying to rush to get yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to the big status, but yeah, without yeah, putting yeah. in the yeah. There's no like like I like I'm always hungry. Like there's there's times when you know like I've gone through depression and anxiety, and only recently that mm-hmm. was what two years ago I got diagnosed with that. Okay, so and it was like mine was quite bad. Mm. so and that's again that's something i'm not afraid to talk about but it should be spoken about yeah um and that was a, a lot of it comes down to there's obviously loads of other stuff surrounding it but a lot of it comes down to like my dj career because i'm so hungry i mm-hmm. wanna wanna succeed so much mm-hmm. and again i think that's another thing as well a lot of djs there's not much they're kind of just in it for the for the ride there's no real okay. passion of right yeah so people could have been in for the ride but if you get thrown into the water you're going to be able to swim and get back on the boat mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah and there's not i don't think there's a lot of that there's not enough hunger um i think there's a lot of kind of there's hunger for fame but mm-hmm. not hunger for success if that makes sense yeah i, I get what you're saying it's you know like I mean? they, they want as you said as you mentioned earlier they want the prime time slots yeah but it's not for them it's like not being known as a good dj it's just they want to have good slots yeah they just so want this yeah they don't want the recognition whereas that's something i mm-hmm. care about like even going to going to hideout last year with my, my amazon dex team shout mm-hmm. out to them we got one two five and we got trimmer blondie yeah um as sick as that was and when i came back everyone was like oh brother like, hideout like you must be so happy and i'm like hey i'm happy but it's, it's only one festival i want more yeah but it's like a lot of people can't understand like what but you played hideout and i'm like yeah but that's yeah, not yeah, the be all and end all of yeah, my of career. Like it's just that's a that's one thing ticked off the list. Like and I wanna do my goal is not there, let's let me do that again. Let me mm-hmm. do it two, three years in a row. Right. And like, yeah. then keep going back out there. Or there's other festivals that I want to do and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think and obviously, you know, not everyone, as we were saying off camera as well, I can afford to do this full time. Mm-hmm. But I say I can afford to, it's not it's not easy to no, just, of course. to not, you know, mm-hmm. to 
thing. I'm not going to get a nine to five, whatever. I don't really kill anyone that does. Mm-hmm. But I'm obviously of a stature where like this is what I want to do and what I have been doing for since I was eight years old. Right. And been DJing officially since I was fourteen, fifteen. Mm-hmm. My first booking at fifteen. Yeah. I was playing in clubs and I wasn't really allowed in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Tynos sure. and Pleaser, they used yeah. to take me. Big up Tynos and Pleaser, my big brothers. They used to take me. They used to take me to Alacart. Mm-hmm. Remember that event? It used to happen at Agenda in the city. Yeah, they used yeah. to squeeze me into Agenda. Luckily, my, my, I knew one of the, the head door women as well. She yeah. knows my older brother. So anytime she was on the door, I was good. Yeah. If she wasn't there, well, they'd have to yeah. squeeze me. <laughs> I'd have to, luckily, I had my little moustache back then, so I kind of looked a little bit older. But I'm 16, 17, playing in venues I'm not supposed to be in. Yeah. You know what I mean? But those, that stuff like that that I remember. So yeah. I've been on my... Well, you could say grind for yeah, yeah. A, you know a while a nearly time. 10 years mm. you know what i mean but it doesn't ever get you know i'm not sitting there thinking yeah, it's been 10 years like yeah. i'm done with that man no there's there's more to do man. so do you think that the like the whole people not wanting to enjoy their graft yeah. is due to the fact that djing has become so much easier to get into like back in the days like the only yeah. way you you could DJ is if you bought vinyl from a record yeah, shop yeah, 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 and you yeah. come home to your two turntables and stuff like that. Yeah. But with now, you can just get any control off the internet, get fill up your iTunes library yeah. and anyone can think they become a DJ. Yeah, I way. think, yeah, it's like a, you know, an easy come, easy go thing. Mm-hmm. But that's, and that's that's the other thing. As much as you said that, it's easy for them to start. It's yeah. easy for them to stop because yeah. there's no there's no grafting what they're doing. When you mm-hmm. did, even if you didn't collect vinyl, if you just started purely out of love mm-hmm. and passion for music like it doesn't just stop like that no of course you know what i mean whereas i think yeah and i think the other thing is as well when certain people do have nine to fives and good nine to fives at that and they can afford certain equipment or whatever you know there's djs out there that have you know 2000s and they've got their djm 800 and they've got their krks all down there their proper proper setup and this down the third but Hmm. someone like that probably isn't better than the guy that hasn't got a dex in his house or still or has yeah. like a pair of 800s and a, and a dead like Newmark mixer. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like that person is probably going to be a much better DJ than the one that's been able to spend all that money. No, I think I agree. on what they were doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I agree. I think I was, I don't even, I'm not going to say I'm the only DJ, but when I was younger growing up, I yeah. never had a pair of 1200s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had some sound labs. Sound labs. Drives, drives. Drives. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. and that, well, to this day, I've still got them now, but yeah. I never went on to go and get the 1200s. I was like, I was happy with what I had. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't even know my mixer. It was just some yeah. push button. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You had to keep your finger pressed yeah. down on the cue button if you wanted to listen to what was mixing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but yeah. I think, yeah, that kind of develops more of a passion because you ain't got the best equipment. Yeah, you make yeah, do of course. What you've got. Yeah, you make do with what you have, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's decent. So that's no, good. Um, no, it's a good thing that obviously... You're right in the sense that a lot of the lot of people who become who want to become DJs are doing it for I think C six or conspiracy said that they're doing it for the girls or they're doing it yeah, for yeah, the yeah. prime time slots. And, and I came like across that. all of that, you mm. know, when I first started in the kind of you could say the house and even I don't like using the word scene, it's political. But mm-hmm. when I started playing, you know, along certain certain DJs and peers, I'm not gonna mention no names. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to hear that from him all the time, bro. I'm just singing this for the girl. I'm mean, just for the girls. Yeah. And I used to think to myself, you're an idiot then, because yeah. you're just you're in, if you're in this for the girls, and just be a raver. Yeah. And do it that way. Standard. Like don't you know like mess up the kind of the the novelty of being a DJ. Like it's the like it's the sickest job. Mm. You know what I mean? Being being like you have con- direct control over people's emotions. Mm. You know what I mean? Like 
direct control that's something that like it's that is sick yeah. that you're able to play certain tunes in a certain way and make people scream and go crazy yeah. and have a like have a, a sick night yeah, 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 you know what i mean that should be what you want to do not right yeah. if i play this i'm gonna the, the girl over there in the red I'm gonna go <laughs> after you know what i mean like, uh, of course yeah. uh, i've been there and i've been there and seen it all so yeah, i know yeah, what yeah. it's all about yeah, I'm, I'm like yeah i like my life too much so yeah, yeah, yeah. i just sit there and do the music yeah because it's that's at the end of the day that's all that really matters yeah of course and i mean like for myself um i've got a nine to five and i still will quite happily drive three hours to go and dj come back home and sleep yeah of course, course to passion, yeah, that's yeah. Why, yeah but i know certain people that yeah, we'll yeah, do yeah. it. They're just no. weekend DJs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, the nine to five is playing in quite well. Yeah. Even if they don't have a nine to five, they just want the weekend yeah. slots where they think that's where the good stuff is. Yeah. So you what depend when you travel a bit, you get to see different, uh, different people, different nights. You yeah. Get to be like, wow, these people really turn up. Yeah. In the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. going hammers as if it was the weekend. So. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, have you got anything festival-wise planned over the summer months this year? Um, not booking-wise, but mm-hmm. attending-wise, yeah, like, there's a couple. I do want to try and see if I can get to Lovebox this mm-hmm. weekend, okay. if I can. don't know how that's going to work, but, yeah. Um, but there's a couple festivals coming up that I do I do want to get to. But, again, yeah, man, it's all, it's all part of the goal, wanting to play play all of them, bro. I want to yeah. play, play all of them. Mm-hmm. And I've got the mindset that I will. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, so yeah, yeah okay. definitely. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, so going on to the final question, almost. Um, what is it you? And I think I'm going to start asking this question a bit more often, mm. just to get a better insight. What do you? What would you class as a good DJ? What are the signs they say yeah, this is a good DJ? What do I think is a good DJ? Mm. Um. Okay, someone that Okay, someone who's got an original selection. When I say an original selection, mm-hmm. I mean that so I don't like okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the, the no, do you know what I'm gonna stay in the house and garage world. So like I'm gonna use garage as an example because it's more universal and people know more garage tunes. Mm-hmm. I don't like when I'm out. So I'm gonna use um Garage Nation as an example. Okay. I'm not trying to slander Garage Nation's event or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I went to their, their 20th birthday, their 20th mm-hmm. anniversary at Fabric, right? Okay. And I couldn't have been more disappointed in their event in my life. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why was because for me, mm-hmm. if I'm going out to, obviously, of course, I, unfortunately for me, I wasn't able to go to Coliseum okay, and yeah, these yeah. venues to experience Garage Nation when it was Garage Nation. My mm-hmm. brother was. Yeah. Obviously, I wasn't. But I'm. I did my research and I've done my homework, so I know my history. Yeah. Um. For me, at Garage Nation, at the, the top of the night, it's so easy for you to play whole six, boo. Um. You know, all yeah, the, the standard tunes. It's yeah. easy. It's easy for you to get a reaction. If I said to my, if I said to my fifteen-year-old niece, right, we're gonna we're gonna do a set. Mm-hmm. And they'll put you on a half one to two thirty at Fabric at Garage Nation. Here's the tune that she plays. Everyone's gonna go crazy. Because, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a person where I like when DJs they draw for certain tunes. So they don't necessarily have to be tunes um, underground songs. They can be songs that everyone knows, but yeah. it's outside the box. It's right, not yeah, outside the commercial. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it will, as much as it might not spark the the wow reaction, 
like for me like i respect that in a dj because mm-hmm. it means they don't follow suit yeah like and the best for me the best djs are ones that don't follow suit mm-hmm. so you know someone like someone like Ezed, for example yeah you know like Ezed didn't follow suit he's kind of like the first dj mm-hmm. between him and like rossi b and luca they were the first kind of two that started like all right what's, what does this mixer do let me see what goes on here because everyone just brings tunes in and brings them out like mm-hmm. oh shit oh and it does all right and do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. so they don't follow it's suit i, I respect that in the dj mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. one um again and obviously like i said mixing the videos i spoke about easier mm-hmm. and earlier again i'm going to mention him again reaper um i learned how to play vinyl on radio i taught myself mm-hmm. but that came from me watching reaper like right. i've never seen well i've never seen a garage dj mix so quick yeah. on vinyl like and he like just the, just his technical ability alone and the mechanics of what he's doing mm-hmm. like you can tell like he spent so much time obviously he's doing magical films so he would have spent so much time yeah. on radio and just like doing you know like graveyard shifts and so much hours putting into what they're doing so i i really respect original selection and mm-hmm. like proper technical mixing don't necessarily have to you know i don't always want to hear like a chop point tapping a cue button every five minutes but mm-hmm. Just like like I said, two tunes going together and sound in a certain way, mixes being held and just yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's what I really respect about about a DJ. Just someone who they don't like to follow suit. I don't always, you know, no, it's too easy. It's easy to do that. We yeah. can all we can all do it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, they're the main two things. Just original selection and that proper mixing ability. They're the okay. main two things I would say I respect. Cool. Yeah. And that's definitely no, that's definitely it's a good they're definitely good points. And I agree. No, I yeah, agree yeah. to a certain extent. Yeah, 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 I agree. All right, cool. So, lastly, where can people follow you online, get in touch with you, all those sorts of good things? Yeah, yeah. So, um, online is at Stixi underscore D for most things. So, Twitter and Instagram is at Stixi underscore D. Mm-hmm. Um, SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com forward slash Stixi hyphen D. Um, and my new radio show as well um, on Flex FM. My first show will be on the 18th of July. So if anyone doesn't know Flex FM, they'll pirate it just for legal. So they're the third pirate station to go legal ever, basically, in the country. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kiss, Rinse, and then now Flex. Right, yeah. So, um, yeah, flexfm.co.uk, flexfm101.4 on the dials on. So I'll be the third Wednesday out of the month from 4pm till 6pm. Okay. Um, so that starts on the 18th of July. So, yeah, check that out. Um, and yeah man just follow me like i said at sticks underscore d twitter instagram facebook as well find me aaron sticks murdoch mm-hmm. um yeah man i'm i'm friendly i'm accessible i'm here man yeah. cool cool so as always i'll be leaving all those links in the description below the video and on the um podcast um details as well so yeah man make sure you guys give him a follow Right, thanks for being on the show, brother. It's yeah, been man. much appreciated. Well, thanks for having me, man. No problem at all. Appreciate it. Man. Until next time, peace out. I've been JSG. He's been Stick CD. Peace. <laughs>